I'm holding it up with my penis, actually. <laughs> I'm not really into jabby jabby. Hello. What's up, motherfucker? Why does it have to be confrontational? Uh, conversation, conversational. I was in the wrong spot. Welcome back to the Renaissance 101. Yes. Ray Harris, so happy how are you up. this fine day? I'm not as high or placebo high as I was, so eh, it could be better. Maybe I should go take some more. Mm. Anyway, how are you doing? Mm. Mm. Keep taking it. That's what I yeah. suggest. Like, if, what, if, the, if the recommended dosage yeah. doesn't deliver the desired effect in the time frame that you want it to, just keep taking Double tablets. Up. That's what yeah. I've always done. All right. Yeah. Just yeah. keep taking them, popping them, handfuls of them. What 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 gets? I guess the tincture does something, whatever it does, faster than the capsule because the capsule has to dissolve in my stomach. Yes, does that sound right? Tincture, tincture, way to go. Oh, I thought you said sphincter there. <laughs> well, that's I, where I was going to put it. <clears throat> put the tincture in the sphincter. <laughs> hey, honey, I need your hand. Can you help me with this? <laughs> you put the tincture. You put the tincture in the sphincter and you soak it all up. I take all that back. You I think put it, the lime in the, the coconut, coconut. <laughs> drink it all up. You put the tincture <laughs> in the sphincter <laughs> and you drink it all up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. So what happened at the end of our last episode, Ray? It was so long ago oh. I can't remember and I wasn't paying attention because you were doing all the talking. <sighs> I was just watching porn. So right. um, well, why don't you remind me where we're at? Gold. Working through Savonarola, finally got the French out of there. November 28th, I think, 1494. Yes, the people are free. The Medici are not coming back. It doesn't appear. So they. it's a do-over. It's a do-over. They have a chance to work out something. So, so Savonarola is going to go back to preaching because... That's what he's supposed to be there. Yeah, he dabbled in politics, but the threat is over. It's time for him to go back to looking after his herd and making sure his herd stays in the ark so that will save them when the great scourge comes. Because it's still coming, people. Don't think the French king was the only thing. There are still more troubling times coming, and the people need to stay on their toes and close to God. Oh, God, wow. Yeah. So Savo got all the credit, even yes. though, as I think you said at the end of the last episode, it might have been Charles's uh, number one captain who said, listen, bad weather's coming, time to go. Get the fuck out. But maybe God sent the bad weather. That's true. Maybe Savo said, hey, true. big fella, can you uh, send some bad weather some to get rid of this prick? Clouds. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what happened next, Ray? So it's November 30th, Advent Sunday, the first day of the liturgy liturgical year, the time of expected uh, waiting and preparation for both the celebration of the nativity of Jesus and the return of Jesus at the second coming. So anyway, Savo is preaching to the relieved people of Florence, and he uses Psalm 114 through 116, I love the Lord, for he has listened to my prayer. So he goes back to the Genesis metaphor, and he goes, look, it's prayer and penitence that has helped us 
enter the ark. It's going to help us stay in the tar- ark. And things could have been worse, you said on the last episode. Sorry. One person died and some other people got roughed up. That's not bad as far as occupations go. And let's not kid ourselves, people. It was a fucking French occupation. Not so bad. We escaped the worst of it. We need to stay in the ark because... And I'm not trying to be too cynical here. I think Savarola by now is a very good salesman. And even though the trouble seems to have passed, he knows how to keep the story going. We have to keep this up to keep God looking out for us because there are still dark times ahead because the church is going to be renewed and that is going to be painful. The clergy need to pray to the Lord. The citizens need to give, give up pomp circumstance. They need to live like simple creatures. Women need to quit whoring it up because if the plague or something like the plague comes, all you women who spread your legs, you will die like dogs. Not just spread their legs, but give up on the makeup, cut out the the fancy jewelry, fancy dresses. Putting your hair up. Yeah, Yeah. just fucking sackcloth (laughs) and... uh, Stop Brazilian. Stop yeah. getting Brazilians on your vajayjays. No no you know, just grow it out. Big jungles. <laughs> um, you shouldn't be. You know, you shouldn't be looking down there anyway. No, no one should be looking down there. It's you should be <clears> looking <throat> with shame. Anyway, M- money yeah. should money spent on the uh, University of Florence should be diverted to support the poor. And if there wasn't enough money to support <gasps> the poor, he said. Right. Churches should sell their treasures, all of their gilded gold crosses and their sculptures and their paintings yeah. and all of that kind of stuff, their we, uh, icons. We agree with that. And give the money to the poor. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Workshops should be open to the poor so they could work to support themselves with their manual labour. Mm-hmm. Taxes should be reduced, especially those that target the poor. Yes. He's a fucking commie, Sava. Yeah. And uh, I like it. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the thing with Savo. Like, the more I read about him, it's funny because, you know, all my life, Having heard about Savo and the bonfire of the vanities right. and blah blah blah, God, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate this guy, yeah. right? When we get Dick. into this thing, I don't actually hate the guy. Like a lot of his stuff is good. Like okay, okay, he, he goes off the rails, as we will see. Yeah. But um, like his stuff about fighting corruption, yes. looking after the poor. Um, you know, there's a lot to you know, particularly corruption in the church. Yeah. Uh, you know, the 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 wealth and profligacy and the fucking of the the priests and the right. cardinals and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Got to hand it to him. Yeah. I mean, going after the 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 sodomy. Okay, not so cool. But you know that that that's something that was done in and inside and outside of the church right. up until very recently in human history. So he's not alone there. Oh, yeah. Um, doesn't mean I, I I don't applaud that, but some of his stuff, some of his rhetoric, is actually commendable. Like yes. he is, he is, he is. A, say what you want about it, and, and look, the impression that I have him at this stage, I don't know about you, but he's a con man. He's a he's yeah. a fucking con man preacher yeah. who spent years trying to figure out how to become popular, trying different things on, you know, until he finally figures out this apocalyptic. Uh, prof- prophecy right. is what sells, and so he just goes 
goes hard and, and figures out, like many people have since then, figure out, listen, if you just prophesize something's going to happen, eventually something's going to happen. You go, aha, see? Aha, see? I fucking told fucking you that was going to happen. Fucking knew it. Yeah. Uh, was it exactly like I said? Well, no, but, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Boom. <laughs> that's does. my drop mic and I'm out. <laughs> so he's a bit of a con man, but right. that said, yeah. his whole reform agenda is admirable to a large extent. Yeah. We're trying to reform the church because right. the church was fucking corrupt, as we know. Yeah. Um, trying to uh, improve the lot of the poor. Like, I'm going to support that going right back to the Gracchi brothers, Julius Caesar, uh, you know, uh, all the people who've... Yeah. yeah, Yes, Marius. All the people that have tried to improve the lot of the poor um, get a big thumbs up from me. And so Savo gets a thumb up, thumb, gets a thumb up his date for that. Um, Can I just add on to that? So, yes. Yeah. Sorry. If I could just add on to that, uh, the other part of this equation is that he has got some of the elite on his side. We'll go into all that stuff later, but pretty much everybody who's not of the elites, uh, the vast majority of them are on our side. And why wouldn't they be? Because he's trying to lower their taxes. He's trying to get them jobs. He's trying to get people to treat them better or whatever. And so as long as the vast majority of a town, you know, he could go, he could stand in Fifth Avenue and shoot a rich bastard and no one would raise a hand against him as far as the poor and the commoners. As long as he's got the vast majority of the people on his side, the rich can only do so much to him. They can't attack him openly because one, he's a man of God. And two, he's trying to help the poor. I mean, how do you fucking attack someone who's doing those two things? So as long as he's got them, he's got a, a certain amount of protection. So the, the elites have to be careful. And he's keeping this going with all these amazing things that he's recommending, that he's actually demanding of the city right now. Help the poor. But he's increasingly getting closer and closer to being yeah. a politician. Slippery slope. Not technically, right? But uh, you know, he's interfering in political matters. He's having more of a say on taxation, the government of the city, and because he's now seen by many as the uh, leading voice of the city, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he expects to be listened to. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, on the same day that he gives this big congratulations, but we have more work to be done, commie speech, right. the Signoria called a meeting of the leading citizens. They'd already abolished, after getting rid of Piero, the Council of the 70, the Council of the 100, Ooh. and these other sort of mini agencies that the Medici had set up decades and decades ago to basically mm-hmm. solidify their control, I think particularly after the Patsy conspiracy against uh, Lorenzo, he set these things up to make sure that uh, he solidified yeah. his power. But they left in place the councils of the people and of the commune, which were traditional governing bodies that that sort of had the life sucked out of them by the Medici. They didn't really matter anymore because the Medici were running things, not the right. people. But they put these back in place and, and revitalized them, which, as we'll see, turns out to have some interesting consequences. But the, they go through and they purge or start anyway to try to purge all of the governing bodies of Medici supporters, and they want to elect 
right-thinking citizens <laughs> in their place. They're going to drain the swamp yes. of the Medici, yes. Ray. We're going to but em- some yeah. people, yeah. some skeptics predicted that they would just fill the swamp up again with new kinds of frogs and toads. Mm. And they're like, oh, you're such a cynic. A lot, yeah. a lot of people said, look, let's just give them a go. Let's just give them a go and see what happens. Yeah. They say they're going to MAGA. Let's just give them a go, see how it works out. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure, maybe a plague will come and kill all of us when we <laughs> put a bunch of idiots in control of the state. But, hey, you never know. Let's what, give it a go. What do you got to lose? Who can predict? Yeah. Who can predict? That's who right. could have predicted that bad things would happen when you put idiots in control of the government? Who could have seen? No one could have seen that coming. Right. That was, it's ridiculous. I got. I'm sorry. I have to go off on a soapbox here. Tangent. Uh, I got into an argument with a fel- uh, former coworker at Walmart, who said that um, by picking Kamala Harris, Joe Biden was either going to step down or use health or die or whatever. She can't be president because she's not a legit American citizen, which means Nancy Pelosi is going to become the president. This is all part of a master plan. To make Nancy Pelosi. So we anyway, we got into it. But the point is, you're absolutely right. You can't go four years in this modern world and have something bad not happen. And they should have known that if you put an idiot in charge and then that bad thing does happen, he or she is going to fuck it up and make it 20 times worse. That's what we're going to do here. But here in Florence, they're trying to expand the pool of electable men who are the right kind of people and who love liberty. And they're just trying to not only improve the lives of the people by letting more of them participate in the government, but if they're really intelligent and they're really passionate people, they'll make good decisions and Florence overall will benefit. But a lot of the skeptics thought they, it was this is just a move by the old elite trying yeah. to stack oh, yeah. the deck in their favour. One guy uh, wrote, past experience is the true schoolmistress of the future. He's not wrong. I like that. That's a yeah. coffee mug right there. Um, so two days later, they had sort of an election, yeah. kind of, uh, if a it can be called an election, when right. when soldiers herd people into the Piazza <laughs> della Signoria and With guns. instruct them to vote yeah. on removing the Medici councils and setting up a new 20-man accoppiatori. right. Yes. We've talked about the accoppiatori before. What was the accoppiatori, right? They would be the ones to select the signoria for the next year. Now, don't get me wrong. Each signoria is still going to have a two-month limit, but they're going to be the ones picking the men who are going to guide the country, the, excuse me, the uh, city for the for the next um, year. After that one year, hopefully if everything's running smoothly, there will be a permanent electoral system put in place. However, in case things are not perfect, the Acopa Diatore, I just butchered that one, they could be around for a second year. So again, I think you're right. I think this is like, let's give the people, let's throw the people a bone, but at the same time, just because I shift around the elites running the city and I call it a new thing or the process is slightly different, it's still the one percenters controlling how the city is run. So not a big change, but it looks new and shiny. Accopiatori. Accopiatori. There you go, from howtopronounce.com. Accopiatori. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, I mean, the, the accoppiatori, a little bit like, uh, the triumvirate in Rome yeah. or, or the dictatorship in Rome, but with a bigger group of guys, basically 
sort of the emergency council mm-hmm. in times of flux where they get to make all of the decisions. Right. They have the full power to elect the signoria. Big deal. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, hooray, we got rid of the Medici dictator tyrants. <laughs> No, guy. we're just going to put these guys in to be tyrants in, in their place. Uh, but, yes. hey, hey, listen, it's okay. They're going to give that power up because if it's one thing that history has taught oh, us, yeah, it's that when people have, you know, complete power, they willingly give it up. Don't, nothing to be worried about. It's all it's, good. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Um, but as yeah. soon as – so they said, hey, vote to get rid of the uh, Medici and set up the Accoppiatori. Enough people said yay that it was uh, enacted. But – as soon as the crowd dispersed, some people complained yeah. that they had been forced into voting because of the presence of armed soldiers. Uh, what happened to those people, Ray? Uh, well, yeah, when I did vote, yes, I did feel that barrel in my back. What about you? So, that yeah, so some of them are pretty pissed. They, they start comparing notes, and they feel like they've been coerced because literally they were herded into the uh, palazza. It was closed off. They weren't allowed to go anywhere, and they... And they Government says, yes, this is passed. So they go to the palace to protest, and then they are shock, gasp, surprised, with more force of arms removed from the from the place that they were at, the, the, uh, the palace. So again, they are forced to participate in the sham of a government. They complain about it, and then at rifle point or whatever, they're told to fuck off and go away. So not exactly representative uh, government, but the elites are getting what they want. Yeah, so as we've seen many times on all of our shows, uh, when you remove a quote-unquote tyrant without having a plan in place for what comes next... (laughs) Step two, people! God damn it! Sorry. Yeah, normally what comes next is something worse (laughs) than what you removed. Uh, People wanted liberty... But they just got the old rich guys back in control yeah. of the city. Sitting in different chairs. Again. Yeah. With a fire and brimstone preacher. Oh. Because um, he was pushing sitting for Sitting b- beside them. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was pushing for liberty. Right. But uh, then the new eight of security, the security council, began to <sighs> imprison torture, hang, and banish former Medici officials. Damn. And even even the leaders of the revolt against Piero worried that this was going too far. Yeah. So one of the other acts that the new council passed was allowing all of the old elite who had been exiled under the Medicis to return. Oh, shit. Now, who was one of the families that oh. was exiled by the Medici? Oh, God. Um, look it up. It's gone. Who is it? Uh, the Strozzi. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Lodomia Strozzi, who was uh, the woman that Savo said, hey, you want a bit of this? And she went, you're an ugly fucker. Uh, and poor, why would I? So her family poor had dead. been exiled from Florence. Right. So they get to come back. Because of Savonarola, in large part, um, he, uh, man, this is a long-term plan. I mean, when... Just to get a piece. uh, When she refused to give it up... Right. He sat down and he he came up with a a (laughs) 20-year 
uh, plan Step to one. win her back. You know, first, I'm going to become a Dominican friar. Check. Then I'm going to go to Florence and I'm going to take control check. of uh, one of the biggest uh, churches in Florence. Double check. Then I'm going to use the power of my speech to overthrow the government of Florence. Then I'm going to install a new government in Florence and I'm going to get them to allow the exiled Strozzi family to return. Brilliant. Then then she will love me. Yes. Then I will abandon my shit robe. Right. um, And uh, get (laughs) some of that sweet, 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 sweet Strozzi (laughs) Strange, that's slightly aged, yeah, I'll, but that's fine. Yeah, show that's me fine. your, show me your strozzi. I'll say, <laughs> oh, it's gonna work. You want to see my strozzi? So Put my salami in your strozzi. Yeah. <laughs> God, poor guy. Uh, yeah, she was probably dead by then. <laughs> Child, probably. she would have died in childbirth For or something pounds. like that. So. Yeah. What? Or or big and fat by then if she had a bunch of kids. Who knows? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. He, he, he wasn't fussy. He wasn't no, fussy. Love is, like not, love is blind, roller. my friend. Love, yeah, love is love. Love, love is love. love. <laughs> unless, unless it involves sodomy. Then love's just a good time. Party in the back. But, of course, when these exiled families came back, <gasps> what do they want? Revenga. 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 <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to put past behind you and to build a government if you got people who are rocking back up who haven't been there for years, decades ago, and I want his head on a platter. Not exactly the way to move forward, but that's what they got to deal with. Well, the Signoria. Yeah. The Signoria agreed to selectively weed out a few Medici collaborators. But the problem was you can't get rid of all the Medici collaborators because that's pretty much everyone. Yeah, it's a small world. If you world. had lived right, if you'd lived in Florence for the last 50 years, you'd collaborated with the Medici. I mean that's yes. just the way it went. So they can't get revenge on all the Medici collaborators. So the the signoria said, look, we'll, we'll take out a few people, some right. of the worst people. Um, but we can't take out everybody. That's just crazy. Yeah. Which then caused a backlash against the Signoria, who they said, people said they were secretly pro-Medici and were deliberately fucking up in order to undermine the new Free Republic of Florence and therefore create the conditions to bring the Medici back. Right. Because you can't win. This is, and this is like. There's no trust. No one trusts anybody anymore. It's gone. Yes. Yeah. And this is classic post-revolutionary societies, even though this was mild in terms of a revolution. But right. when you're still trying to establish new institutions, new traditions, new trust in the leadership, you're always going to have situations where there are rumours running around, mm-hmm. uh, threats, people don't know who's up who and who hasn't paid. It's a classic sort of post-revolutionary society, which is why you should always be very sceptical of anything you hear Uh, coming from post-revolutionary societies because no one knows what's going on and everyone's got agendas and everyone's bitching about everyone else. It's very, very difficult to accept anything as factual unless it's supported by a lot of evidence. 
So undeniable evidence. Exactly. So some people are being accused of not improving the the place because they want to keep it weak for Piero to come back, which also means that trade and unemployment is not being improved. So for some other people, that's proof that they're pro Medici. Basically, what it comes down to is out of all these rumors, the conversation normally ends something like this. You know what? It doesn't matter who's in those top spots. They don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about the poor. You know who cares about the poor? Savo and his church. And he's up there every day now that this drama is over with and he's gone back to the church. He's preaching almost every day for the rest of the year. And again, his message is the same. Stay focused on God. There's more work to be done. We have to save ourselves. We have to stay good with God because that is how we're going to survive when the shit gets real. So again, on on the sincerity meter, Savo is scoring well. He's scoring a lot better than these politicians are, and the people are not forgetting that. Although he starts to change up his message here a bit, he promised that if they listened to him and heed his advice, Florence would be richer and more powerful than ever. Yeah. He's gone from promising the coming of the flood to promising them riches. Right. Well, you, you got to change it up. You got to change it up, right? You can't just do. That's why. That's why I've made you do all the talking for the last episode fresh, and a half because right? you, you got to keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff, and the Fresh Prince. That's what you got to be with this right. stuff. Which one of us is Jazzy Jeff, and which one is the it's, Fresh Prince? No one will ever know. Doesn't matter. We because we. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, mix it up. Doesn't matter. Mix it up. Yeah, here's a yeah. story about a yeah. priest who's in Florence. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> keeping the story boom, fresh. Boom, boom, yeah. shake the Florence room. Um, yeah, he's changing it up. He's gone from saying "stop flaunting your wealth" to "you're going to be wealthier than ever if you just listen to, to me. me." Gone from the prophet of doom. Gone from Doctor Doom. <laughs> To uh, yeah, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> so, you know, he's now the prophet. Yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> of yeah. liberty and hope. We're gonna get Pisa back. Hell, this empire is going to blow up big time. But only if you listen to me. And like you said, I, he turns it up to eleven. He goes full on prophecy. He's like. Christ is your physician. He has started this, but in order to go the rest of the way, you have to listen to me. Uncountable riches will what is what you will have. Your empire will spread if you listen to me. So what he's doing is he's taking temporal and spiritual power. He's bringing them together. He's blending them. And it's all about listening to him. But the Florentines still craved vengeance. And on December 12th, the former treasurer, was hanged from a window of a palace and his body left there all day for people to see as they walked past. He sent a message. Another former official was sentenced to hanging, but Savo managed to somehow intervene and get his sentence commuted just to life imprisonment because he had been a generous benefactor of the San Marco Monastery. That's a cool What the hell just happened? (laughs) I thought you were going somewhere with it. It was a coincidence that he was a generous uh, donator to San Marco. Just a quinky dink. Nothing to do with Savo stepping in and saving his life. Seriously, where did that fucking music just come from? Was that you? No, 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 no. That was you, babe. That was all you. All you all the time. Fox is playing Spotify. Right. right. 
Yeah, <laughs> stop playing my Spotify, Fox. <laughs> he was just dancing, Dad, feeling the feeling the beat. And then on Sunday, December fourteenth, fourteen ninety four, Savonarola yes. delivered what has been called his first great political sermon. This is where he crosses the line, yeah. crosses the Rubicon, jumps jumps here. over. Yes, both feet jumps over the Rubicon. Yeah, yeah. and he told the he. Uh, Sorry. You know, it's, you. you know it's serious when he tells all the women to stay at home. Look, we're going to be talking about matters of high state. I just need the men's. You women stay home, embroidery, but no fucking makeup, whatever. This is going to get real, and I've got to talk to the guys. Guys out a lot. Men's business. Right. Men's business. <laughs> yeah, take a knee. Take a knee, men, he said. No, don't try and suck my dick. It's not that <laughs> not kind of... now. No. Afterward. Not now. Right. Ixnay Pen- on the Uxay. <laughs> Pencil him in. Not now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you get in front of me when you get behind me? You know what I like. Okay, two o'clock. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Alla due. Alla due. It's two o'clock in Italian. So I'll throw nice. that in there. Alla due. At two o'clock. Yeah. Alla due. Gotcha. Mm. I thought Dewey was in like oh. anal. And... Anyway, go ahead, DP. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure. Um, yes, he called the men together and lectured them on what good government, according to God, would look like. And he starts coming up with some big policy moves here. He yes. says God wants them to forgive right. and pardon. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, the past, all the all the Medici collaborators, Complete. the Medici, everybody, maybe not maybe not Piero himself, but everyone right. else. He wants universal peace. Yes, he and wants them state. to draw a line in the sand, yeah. blanket forgiveness and pardons for everybody. We can't have this, you know, running around blood in the streets. Right. Pull a sola. I'm actually wearing my "Don't Make Me Pull a Sola" T-shirt today. Nice. Don't make me pull a. Pull a Savonarola will be my next show. Um, he goes, let's, for, like, peace, forgive everybody. That's what right. I'm calling for. That's what God wants from you. A, B, that's A, B, <laughs> you should let people decide their own form yeah. of government. Yeah. Um, the Venetians have got a good system, God tells me. God said that he gave the Venetians their government, and, and, and it's worked out pretty well so far. so far. I think we should adopt a system more like the Tweak Venetians. It. Tweak it. Now, yeah. now that, wasn't, that wasn't Savo's original idea. There was a whole bunch of Florentine humanists who had been trying to get that off the ground for some time, obviously a little bit difficult when the Medici are there. Right. Um, but they couldn't, they couldn't get it up, uh, a bit <laughs> like you. Right. Uh, they couldn't get it up without your... Uh, Pills, pills. Right. Who, who, you don't, you know, somebody sponsor your show, like Get It Up Pills? <laughs> Something like that, maybe. Yeah. I'm helping you. you got the baldness pills. Right. The, the erectile now dysfunction the, now pills. Now the calm the fuck down pills. I'm just full of pills. Calm the fuck down pills yeah, yeah. and manscaping. <laughs> so between those four things. <laughs> what a sight to behold, people. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway. They really know your audience, don't they? You know, old... <laughs> Yeah, old white Pill guys that can't get it up. Who like yeah. to hop? That's fine. <laughs> Happiness comes in many forms. 
you know, the the problem is, is if they stop listening to your podcast, right. they'd probably be able to get it up. It's your podcast. I've heard that. It's the World War II yeah. that, that stops it's them from being able to get it up in the first it's a place. It's downer. I get yeah. that. I get yeah. that. People usually it's a bit go like, to sleep. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit like taking too much heroin and you fall asleep, <laughs> so you have to take coke to keep yourself awake. But then I hate that. you can't come, can't oh, go to sleep, so you need to take more heroin. Right. Yeah. I, I don't remember the first show we just did. I think I'm coming down. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, mm. I didn't mean mm. to interrupt you. You did a lot of talking. You must did have I? been coked up on something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot, lot of talking for you. Yeah. So pick your own government, people. Pick what's yeah, best. Yeah, but the one you. like the Venetian one looks pretty good. Yeah. He said. yeah but now, yeah. now Savo is on the, you know, Venetian government uh, model in the camp. Right. Yeah. And he also argued that a law should be passed that gave people the ability to appeal <gasps> their sentences because the Signoria had basically power over life and death on people. They could. They could uh, pass. They, they they could pass sentencing. Oh, the six that beans could have you. Yes, the six beans. Yes. Uh, they could have you tortured, killed, killed exiled, uh, property, exiled. All you lose all your shit. Six men and, could decide that. Uh, yeah, fuck that. Uh, and of course. That was how they dealt with political rivals. Yes. And they loved this had been it. going on for a long time. They loved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, it was a winner takes all game in yeah, Florence. Baby. He was like, no, no, no. There needs to be the ability to appeal your appeal a sentence like that. Right. Uh, so it can't be used. Um, so, uh, how, did, how did they take that idea, right? The they, signoria. They took it under advisement, sadly. As the year ended, the priors who were in office did not give that one a pass, but they gave it a good, long, hard look and said, interesting. But by the time they leave office at the end of the year, it is not passed. Because like you said, the whole point of getting power is to get payback for someone, especially the Medici who have done something to you. They're not going to give it up that easily. But he is not done fighting for that yet. So he's gone full on uh, politician. Here's the kind of government you good. I want you to change things. I want you to forgive everybody. Again, again, it's against their nature. And, and yeah, and I and I want you to pass this uh, for, forgiving everybody. And they they have the right to appeal. I want these changes. I'm just a priest, but I demand that the government make these changes. He's crossed the line completely. Why was it called the Law of Six Beans? Oh God, um, there were was it? It was eight or nine. It was. I think it was nine people that could vote and they used black or white beans to vote yes or no. And as long as six of them voted yes, like you said, they could have somebody killed, tortured, banished. It only took six of the nine and they used beans. Well, the Signoria, yeah, they were like, mm, no, fuck yeah, you with all of yeah. this stuff. No pardons, no, no right of appeal, not not, none of that shit. No, we've got it. power. Yeah. Yeah, it's taken us decades, generations yeah. to get power back after getting rid of the Medici. Uh, no fucking way are we giving this up. We got it. We're keeping it. Thanks very much. Fuck you. Uh, thank you for helping us get rid of the Medici. Uh, well, fuck off. But your, your services are no longer required. <laughs> go preach uh, peace. Go preach peace and fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck off. Just go fuck right <laughs> off. Unity, peace, and fuck off. Yeah. And then another 
enemy of Savonarola appears. An old friend, now enemy, the uh, Franciscan friar, Domenico da Ponzo, turns up. He's been away for a couple of years. Used to be a big fan of Savo in the early years, preaching the uh, coming of the apocalypse. He jumped on, talked about him earlier on, he jumped on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah, apocalypse. Oh, look at that. Look at the audiences he's getting with the apocalypse stuff. I'm getting on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah, apocalypse. Love it. It's great. He'd been away from Florence on another mission. He comes back, and now he's a critic of Savonarola and the old apocalypse prophecy stuff. He goes, you know what? This prophecy stuff? Yeah. So 1493. Right. So it's done. Over we it. don't do that. It's it's over. It's yeah. over it. Yeah. yeah. And you're uh, a priest. And by the way, yeah. Yeah. Fucking priests priest. shouldn't be involved in politics. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I think I think I think you've your time's done. Shut right. the fuck up. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. We don't oh. want you anymore. Now some people said that Ponzo was a secret agent sent by Duke Ludovico of Milan, right. Ludovico Sforza, right. the Moor, as he was known, mm-hmm. who had changed sides. He was supporting King Chucky of uh, yes. France, but uh, they'd had a falling out. He's changed sides to support the Pope. As we will see, the Pope is putting together a league, a justice league, a holy justice league. Avengers. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> no, that's the A-team. That's the... Oh. Um, okay. Well, anyway, dun, it's one of dun, those. Dun, dun, dun. Fuck. Anyway, it's gone. We'll get to it later. We'll get there. We'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> and Ponzo. Let's put it back <laughs> And he sent Ponzo in yeah. Yeah, 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 to yeah. criticize France's greatest ally in Florence, Savo, because if they can overturn France... Uh, Florence's support for France, you know, then they're, they're on a good thing. Yeah. So soon Florence was divided into two camps, Savo versus Ponzo. Oh, I like that. It was that. all culminated in January 1495 with a rap battle. They had to uh, freestyle <laughs> in the Duomo. Right. And uh, to give you an, uh, an, an indication of what that was like, right. uh, Ray will be performing the part of Savonarola. I'll be performing yeah. the part of uh, freestyling Ponzo. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Ray, uh, you won the toss. You right. get to go first. Okay. Um, it's never been in doubt. I've got God on my side. You bitches better recognize, or I can't think of anything that rhymes with side. Fuck, I blew it. I don't get a point. My name is DePonzo, and I'm here to say <laughs> Savonarola's prophecy has had its day. It's heresy. I'm helping you. I'm helping yeah, you. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm helping you. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you're not really. It doesn't rhyme. Heresy doesn't rhyme it's, with anything. It's closer. Uh, yet. Uh, um, the, uh, uh, a priest should not a politician be... All of this prophecy talk is heresy. Okay, there you go. Uh, go back to from whence you came. Uh, your prophecies are sounding mighty lame. You just became a friar because you couldn't get laid. <laughs> this rap battle is over. Yay. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, yay! I wants to get paid. <laughs> right. Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. 
the rap battle wasn't uh, between him and Ponzo. It was between him and uh, two of his other critics, Fra Tommaso de Rieti, who uh, ran the uh, Dominican school at Santa Maria Novella. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fra Giovanni Caroli, who was a lecturer in the Civic Studium in Florence. Um, big debate. Nobody really won. But they, they, the, the terms of the debate were very specific. It was about whether or not prophecy was a real thing or just some made-up shit. Right. And whether or not religious leaders should get involved in politics. Nobody officially won the debate. There were no winners and losers. Right. But they all went back to their own churches and kept it going. Um, so there's this this religious debate now going on about whether or not Savonarola really is a prophet from God or if he's full of shit. Um, big, big religious divide. So you've got a political divide in the city. You've got, uh, you know, still the Medici supporters and the, the enemies of the Medici. You've got Savonarola trying to push through reforms against and the Signoria pushing back, the elite, the old elite pushing back. And you've got mm-hmm. religious divide with uh, Savonarola claiming to be a prophet of God and these other religious leaders saying that he's full of shit and he's a fraud and he shouldn't be getting involved in politics. So it's all uh, not going not going great in old uh, Florence. Right. But but Savo is going to double down because when he's doing his sermons he's he's also saying, "Look, again, remember just, you know, at the end of last year I saved you from the fucking well, me and God, but we saved you from the French and I don't know if you if you turn from me, you're turning from God, and you might pay you might pay the price. But the one thing he adds on to it that he hadn't been saying before is that I don't know if we're going to get a second chance at this. I don't know if you can turn away from me, fuck everything up, and then turn back to God, and He'll take you back in through me into the ark. There might not be a second chance. So. Think carefully before you turn away from me. So he is using fear and the fear of the future to try to keep these people aligned. And besides the elites, it's pretty effective. I was sitting on the bench, then I saved you from the French. You won't get a second chance unless you take a godly stance. Don't turn away. God sent me here to say you got to get into the ark or he will come at you like Tony Stark. Not bad. bad. Savo then started complaining that uh, there were all these conspiracies against him that he was being picked on when all he had done was try to help Florence. Um, You know, he's he's like, it's a great conspiracy. They're all trying to get me because I'm the greatest, the greatest preacher that's ever been. And, right. you know, they're all out to get me. The radical left, they're coming after me. <laughs> they're going to destroy. They're against God. The radical left right. are coming after God. me because right. they, they, they won't put my face up on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, so basically he ends up, Savo ends up spitting the dummy. Says he's going to leave Florence. He's going to go to the Holy Land and preach to the infidels, seeing as the new council of Florence won't listen to him and people right. are criticizing him. He doesn't like, can't handle criticism. Like Americans, can't handle criticism. You're not wrong. 
I renounce, yeah, he goes, like, I renounce the state and wish no more to concern myself with the six beans. I'm going to my cell. Don't send for me again. I'm taking my ball and I am going home. Fuck you. Now, remember, this isn't the first time he's done this. This is a classic Savonarola play. He once threatened to, like, go out into the woods and uh, set up his own convent. Fuck all y'all. You're not listening to me. I'm going to go do my own thing. This is classic uh, Savonarola. Oh, classic (laughs) Savonarola. (laughs) You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever whenever he gets any pushback, he threatens to leave town. But he didn't leave town. He just sulked in his cell for five weeks, told them not to let anyone bother him. You'll miss me when I'm gone, he said. (laughs) Meanwhile... On on November 17th, the day that Chucky and his troops entered Florence, Mm -hmm. Pico della Mirandola, the self-proclaimed smartest motherfucker on the planet, died at the age of 32. Uh, for people who just joined us, people are only joining us. Uh, right. We've talked about Pico a lot. He was very close, part of the inner circle of Lorenzo de' Medici, even though Lorenzo was quite a bit older. Um, Pico, uh, 10, 10 or so years before this, 10, 12 years before this, had um, declared that he was going to give a series of speeches at the Vatican in front <laughs> of the Pope and the Cardinals where right. he was going to single-handedly merge in a unified form Christianity, uh, pagan religions, every philosophy on the planet, magic, astrology. Rainbow Yeah, the whole deal. Everything. Rainbow magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quantum (laughs) mechanics, uh, Star Trek physics. Who shot JFK? Just the whole Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whether or not Greedo shot first, um, (laughs) why... Growing up on a planet with a red sun allows Superman to fly when he's on Earth with a yellow sun. makes no sense, but, you know, he said he's going to explain it all. Everything you've ever wanted to know. Why Firefly got cancelled after its first season. Why 5G causes the whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, fuck. You know, Fox goes to this hippie school. Yeah. Um, there's a Facebook, private Facebook group for parents and teachers. One parent, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, because it's a hippie school. Right. Um, there's quite a few anti-vaxxer parents there. And, uh, one of them posted a thing last week saying, oh, we're very concerned that there's a 5G tower going up near the school (laughs) and, uh, you know, our kids are already starting to suffer from uh, the inability to concentrate and anxiety as a result of the 5G, and we're worried about how you know what it's going to do to their cells. So um, we're going to we're going to buy some uh, protective plates sure. for our kids on his head, um, and we, we we you know we're going to get one for the school. Uh, to protect the kids just, from 5G. Just put tinfoil around uh, there. Just fucking tinfoil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what Chrissy and I said. We were gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna reply to it and go. Yeah, I've actually found a cure for this. It's this uh, piece of tinfoil or aluminium foil, as we $200. call it here. And uh, yeah. yeah, but I can get it for yeah. you. Yeah, I've actually. Yeah, I, yeah, I can source it for you. Um, <laughs> Believe if you just make this into the shape of a pirate hat and put right. it on your head, Arr. it will uh, yeah. stop them from beaming the five G into your brains. You're welcome. 
Anywho, um, <laughs> Pico, that was Pico. Right. Um, he died. And he died. Now, only two months earlier, his very close friend, Angelo Poliziano, one of the great humanist thinkers of his time, also possibly a lover right. of Mirandola. They were also possibly lovers of Lorenzo. Mm. He'd also died only two months earlier, aged only 40. Now, um, we have letters between Pico and Poliziano that have survived that uh, talk about their mutual fondness for young boys. We don't know for sure whether or not they were lovers, but uh, it it is rumoured that they would have been. Now, Pico had become quite close to Savonarola before he died. They would sit together and read the Bible. That's it. Also, for just to remind people and for new listeners, Pico is the reason Savo's in Florence in the first place. Pico heard him speak many years ago at a Dominican conference and went, oh, I like the cut of his jib. <coughs> you know, he, he he said to Lorenzo, we should get this guy, uh, Savonarola, <laughs> to come to Florence. Right. He, you know, he's 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 a bit mouthy, but you know we wanna we wanna take control of the San Marco yeah. uh, convent. And I like it. Well, we wanna get we right. wanna get some <laughs> we wanna get some mouthy guy yeah. oh, to come in right. who will listen to us, right? And uh, you know, get break away from the Pope. You know, we don't like the Pope. Pope's a bit. You know, we've had he tried to kill you and did kill your brother in a yeah. church. Yeah. Um, uh, mass. So, so yeah. So Dick. you know we uh, we 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 need to need to get somebody in here who can we can you can put up against the Pope get this Savonarola guy in I think he's the man um, and then Pico sort of fell for the whole apocalypse is coming started to feel guilty about the butt fucking right and uh, all of his uh, you know uh, uh, heretical claims about being able to cross uh cross uh cross cross pollinate mm-hmm. Christianity with all these other things. Right. So he he became quite close to Savo. Um but now he's dead just before Aww. the French arrive. Right. Um uh what what do you think's going on here uh Ray? Do you mean the uh, the the, uh, the untimely deaths of these two people or just this this second death? I'm not sure I understand your Yeah, question. both of them. Yeah. Um, um, shock gas. No, I did not. Can you tell me about him? Were they feeling guilty? I mean, please don't tell me it was suicide. Did they die of natural causes? But you said they were young in their thirties or something like that. So do we know how they died? Well, we actually do. Okay. Uh, yes. I say we, but you. Anyway. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Me. Um, it was rumored mm-hmm. that Pico's own secretary poisoned him. Ooh. Thank you. Because he'd become too close to Savonarola. Uh, the Pico's friend Ficino, who um, Al Ficino, right. uh, sure. who's the greatest greatest actor of of his generation. He was part ah. of the uh, ah. Lorenzo inner circle. Um, he wrote, our dear Pico left us on the same day that Charles VIII was entering Florence and the tears of men of letters compensated for the joy of the people. Without the light brought by the King of France, Florence might perhaps have never seen a more sombre day than that which extinguished Mirandola's light. 
Now, in 2007, the bodies of Poliziano and Pico were exhumed oh my God. from yeah. the Church of San Marco in Florence, where they were entombed, <laughs> exhumed uh, to establish... In, yeah, entombed and exhumed to establish the cause of their deaths. Right. Forensic tests showed <laughs> they both died of arsenic poisoning. Fuck. Right. The same as Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, according Who's to some, around? although we haven't exhumed yeah. his body yet. Well, the theory is, Ray, that... Uh, they were poisoned at the order, by the order of Piero de' Medici. Were they getting rid of because of something they did or they might be a bad influence on Savo? Do we know why he might have wanted them dead? Well, the theory is because they had become close to Savo, Savo had run Piero out of the city. Payback. They betrayed Piero, so he had them poisoned. And in fact, Pico's secretary, a guy called Cristoforo de Calamaggiore, uh, later said that he gave Pico medicine because he was sick Mm. uh, and sneaking arsenic into medicine or, as in Napoleon's case, some believe, wine was a classic way of poisoning people back in the day. So... Both Poliziano and Pico died of arsenic poisoning, it is now believed, within a couple of months uh, of each other and right. when, you know, after Piero had been kicked out of the city. So doable. there you go. Yeah, motivation yeah. and means. Now, Pico's other friend, uh, Girolamo Benevien, who died 40 years later. right. He was a poet, uh, was buried in the same tomb as Pico in San Marco with this inscription. Here lies Giovanni of Mirandola, famous from the Tagus to the Ganges and perhaps to the Antipodes. Died AD 1494 at barely 33. Here also lies Girolamo Beneviani, just as love joined their hearts in life, so their bones are inseparable in death. Oh, it's going to be like us. <laughs> but not for many, many years. Don't worry about that. I'm not sending you. Buried in the same tomb. Where, where is our tomb going to be, oh. right? This is what we need to establish. Somewhere between. I, I got to say. Vegas? <laughs> Basically, it's going to be Caesar's Palace, Vegas, right? <laughs> Under the... Under the statue of... Uh, of Augustus. Augustus, yeah. yes. Yeah. And they'll make a movie yeah. about it. Fucking A. Oh, Fucking yeah. A. Mystery. Now, here's the thing. Yes. Savo was obviously very close to Pico and Poliziano before their deaths, and he must have known that they were gay. Had, and had to. Yet he yeah. was he was so vehemently against the gays, the sodomies... Uh, the sodomites with the right. sodomies. <laughs> uh, uh, wh- what's going on there? It, so, yeah, did he was he trying to convert them away from the butt fucking, or yes. yes, was he getting his dick sucked? Is the question um, I want to know. He's certainly. I'm he, just uh, look. Yeah. No yeah. one bother me. 
Yeah. Uh, for the next couple of hours, I'm going into my cell here with Pico right. Della Mil- Actually, they would meet yeah. at Mil- Mirandola's villa. This, this uh, vat villa. of honey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, no one bother me. I'm going to Mirandola's place for the, a couple of hours. What, what am I doing? Oh, we're uh, studying the Bible <laughs> is what we're doing. Oh, where's my Bible? Uh, I, I, yeah. I didn't even yeah. have it in my hand when I said now, that. No, and I'm being, I'm being deadly serious here. Like, um, yes, he's very outspoken against uh, the, the sodomy, Savonarola. Right. But right. how many times have we seen... American television evangelists and or oh, Republican yes. congressmen <laughs> speak out against the yeah. the sodomites. Yeah. Only to find for it out to be discovered that they're sword Some swallowers. years later, right. they're, they're sucking dicks <laughs> in right. uh, yeah. public bathrooms in parks at 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> or in hotel rooms. Right. I mean, the people, you know, who, who uh, speak out most vehemently oh, against yeah. it's the shame. homosexuals. It's self-shame. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like the reverse of us. We we talk about <laughs> us fucking all the time. Lot. But but don't do it. No. People who talk about who say talk out against it um, are always the ones that you know deep. are secretly yeah. doing it. Right. So I I I I really smell a, a rat uh yeah. here with this whole how close he was to Pico Poliziano. I think Savo was uh, getting a little bit of dick. I mean, maybe he was doing a, a Pete uh, Townsend. I don't know if you ever remember, like no. 15 years ago, when Pete Townsend's uh, computer uh, was taken by the cops in the UK and they found a ton of child porn oh, on shit. there. I, I remember it because I was supposed to interview Pete Townsend on a <laughs> podcast. Jesus I, I had an interview lined up with Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. Nice. Because um, the Who were about to, about to go on tour. And uh, I had an interview lined up, and then the the market the, the the PR people contacted me and said, "Oh, well, obviously that's not happening now, right? Because Pete Townsend <laughs> got arrested or charged with child porn offences, and his excuse was, "No, no, no, you don't understand. It's research, sure, because I'm actually you know uh, uh, actively against the child pornography. Oh. so but in." In order to be able to to talk about the evils of it, I had to watch a lot of it, a lot. Like just watching one little bit wasn't enough. No, I got to be an expert. Uh, you know, it, expert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had questions. I watched the first bit, and I, I got to tell you, I was appalled. Right. Uh, but I, I had questions. Only raised more uh, questions. So I, and my penis. Yeah, so then I watched another one. Right. And, oh, d- boy, did I have more questions after that. So I had to, I so had to look at more photos and watch and more videos. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> did some more. So obviously I'm an expert and I'm very against sex while someone's in a pillory. Okay. Actually makes sense to me now. So thank you for clarifying. Uh, I'd like to apologize for Pete Townsend, to Pete Townsend, but... Uh, I like him. A big fan of Pete Townsend. Love Pete oh, Townsend. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. he, who is uh, has acknowledged his bisexuality in a 1989 interview with radio host Timothy White. Just be honest. Townsend acknowledged his bisexuality, referencing the song "Rough Boys" on his 1980 album "Empty Glass." He called the song a coming out, an acknowledgement of the fact that I'd had a gay life and that that I understood what gay sex was all about. Okay. Um, but then later on, right? 
five years later, he said, well, no, I, I've got friends who are gay, but I'm not really gay. I'm I, not I just gay. had sex with gay, gay, gay guys, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gay. Um, yeah. No, no. He said that he was once sexually attracted to Mick Jagger, but that didn't make him gay, and let's face it. Who, who is isn't? It? Sexually attracted yeah. to Mick Jagger. Like, I'd... we would all do Mick Jagger, um, you know. Yeah, right now. Um, here's the... Here's the uh, the child porn stuff. Townsend accepted a caution from the Metropolitan Police as part of their Operation or a major investigation on child pornography conducted in 2002-2003. The uh, Met stated that it was established that Mr Townsend was not in possession of any downloaded child abuse images. Really? Mm. Uh, Townsend was placed on the sex offenders register for five years in 2003 after admitting he had used his credit card to access a child pornography website. Hello. Townsend initially claimed that he had accessed the images as research in a campaign against child sexual abuse. In 2012, he wrote in his autobiography, Who I Am, that he had accessed the illegal images to prove that British banks were complicit in channeling the profits from pedophile rings. An article by investigative reporter Duncan Campbell that was published in PC Pro magazine revealed that the police had no evidence that the website accessed by Townsend involved children and nothing incriminating was found on his personal computer. Well, Mm. there you go. Uh, That's the Pete Townsend story there. It's just research, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Sabo researching once or twice a week with his friends for stress. We'll never know. Of course. We'll never know. Of course. (laughs) Nothing gets rid of stress more than researching (laughs) getting getting your dick sucked. Um, And then the nap after. Right. One of one of Savo's inner circle, Fra Giovanni Cinebaldi, mm-hmm. uh, later wrote that Pico had deceived Savonarola mm. um, because he told him, "Listen, no, if I suck your dick, it's not gay. <laughs> it's only gay if I enjoy it. If you enjoy right. it. If you're not enjoying right. it, no." If you're like, and, you know, uh, right. you know, just, if, if if you're not enjoying it, it's not gay. I just need you to come without enjoying it. If you can do that, we're good with God. We better practice. <laughs> a week after Pico's death, Savonarola gave a sermon that ended with this. I want to reveal a secret to you, Mm-mm. which I haven't wanted to tell until now, because I wasn't as certain of it as I have been for the past 10 hours. I believe all of you knew Count Giovanni of Mirandola, who died a few days ago. I want to tell you that on account of the prayers of the friars and some of the good works that he did. Sure. And by good works, I mean sucking my dick in a (laughs) non-gay fashion. Right. A holy fashion. As well as other prayers. His soul is in purgatory. Pray for him. He came in my mouth. No, he came to religion later in life than had been hoped. Right. And therefore, he is in purgatory. Now, Ray, you're a, yeah. you're a former Catholic. Uh, explain purgatory. I know we've talked <laughs> about this before, but can you explain? I know we're running out of time here, but we'll, yeah. uh, let's go over time. Well, explain purgatory to our listeners who maybe don't have a good Catholic upbringing. Actually, I, I don't really remember. I, don't, I wasn't raised a Catholic. I just did it for a couple of years to marry a blonde chick. Um, I, I, I don't know. Is it... <laughs> 
<laughs> do you have to earn? Do you have to do a certain amount of penitence or whatever before you can then go to heaven? That's as far as I know. I think of Purgatory as this fucking podcast, uh, all of our podcasts. It's like just endless walking around, trying to cleanse my right. karmic aura from all the right. years I worked at Microsoft by just uh, having to with me. talk to you every week. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, yeah. You should be married to me. It's, it's like, it could actually it's my, get much worse. <laughs> Do I have to become a Catholic to marry you, or is that no? Not we're how it done works? with that. We're done with that now. Don't worry about it. Right, 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 right. Whereas you, well, purgatory you, is an interesting thing. Hold on, hold on. right? Work, working with you is a oh, yeah, basket yeah, full yeah. of kittens. <laughs> And I'm done. Please go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was giving I was giving Fox a lecture yesterday. We we're at a park, and there was he was waiting on a swing for this girl, and she was she was a, a quite rotund young girl, and he right. and she, out of earshot of her, I heard him say to one of his friends something about the fat lady, and I right. and I I pulled him aside. I said, "Dude, dude, that's not cool. Don't." Never, yeah. never, never, never. Right. You don't know the story. Do that, uh, and then at dinner later that night, Christian and I were talking to him. And I said, "Like, never be mean. There is no reason ever to be mean to anyone. You always want to make people feel better than themselves." Mm. The, uh, he said, "What about how you talk to Ray?" And I go, "Well, that, that's the exception. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, Ray gets a pass at Ray. Yeah, Ray. Ray has it coming. I mean, he's a uh, <laughs> bubble boy, but." It, Outside of Ray, right. never nice. just D back, D back, yeah. never be mean. Yeah, yeah, be nice. That sounds right, actually. So anyway, I purgatory. Did, yeah. I did feel guilty for about half a second. Purgatory, <laughs> yes. So purgatory, it's a place some Christians believe is basically it's like a wait, waiting room for heaven. Right. Um, you don't go the to bad hell. Magazines, but you don't go to heaven. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> 12, 12 year old readers digests uh, <laughs> and, and um, that have had the naked breasts of tribal women right. coloured coloured in with uh, nico, so you can't actually oh, see the nipples. It's the worst. Um, bad waiting, bad bad. Um, what do you, what do you call that? Like elevator music. Yeah, um, it's all the girlfriend girlfriend hipponema. Right. Played on a Casio. Little Casio drum machine is the drum solo. And they've changed it from you know, sort of a Jazz, uh, jazz rumba thing to just right. like a waltz. One, two, three. It's a weird thing. Not all Christians believe in it. It's mostly a Catholic thing. Anglicans right. don't, I don't think. Orthodox don't. Protestants mostly don't. And, and it kind of was a Middle Ages thing. In the 13th century, they like to think of it as like a cleansing fire. You go to this waiting room Ooh. and you just get put on fire uh, to Fuck. burn away your sins. Mormons have got Mormons have got a great version of it. Mormons believe that 
people who die but haven't accepted Jesus either because they haven't heard of him because they were born before all of that happened or they never got to be missionaried by right. a Mormon so they haven't heard the real version. They go into a basically a spirit prison where spirit missionaries Aww. visit them and try and convince them to believe. Now, That's hell. I don't know about you, but yeah. I think if you die and you wake up in spirit prison, right? Uh, it's pretty much an easy decision to make then. Like <laughs> uh, even me. If I yeah. die and oh, wake up in a spiritual oh, prison... Real. Okay. Yeah. I I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even done. need a spirit missionary to come and mission me. I'm like, I'm done. Show I'm, I'm good. Way. Just sign. Just, just give yeah. me a form to yeah. sign. I'm signing it. Oh, what okay. I, I just, I might want to check which of the many thousands of gods that humans have believed in is in control. Uh, just they go, well, it's, hey, God, um, spirit God, just, uh, where am I? You're in spirit heaven, spirit prison. Oh, right. I'm right. dead? Yeah. Okay. Um, which God's in control? Well, you know, the one true God. Well, yeah, but well, which one is that? Well, the God. The God. Well, yeah, okay, but what does he look like? Describe him. Well, he's got yeah. a beard. He's got a beard? No, oh, that doesn't fucking help. They've all got beards. I mean, haven't true. you been to Rome? Any man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, does he have, a, does he have a, any accoutrements? Does he have a, does he he have a, does he have a, a big fork? Horns, right? <laughs> Does Something he have a trident? No, yeah. uh, no, not tr- no trident. Okay, so it's not Neptune. Whew, thank God for that. Um, <laughs> it's be boring because uh, uh, you know, I don't like the whole Atlantis <laughs> thing. Um, or Zeus? Well, well, he does. He does. He, he does have lightning bolts. Well, that uh, doesn't help. Is it Zeus or Jupiter or or Yahweh? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We, so I'd ask for confirmation on that, I guess. Something. Evidence. Yeah. Can I see his birth certificate? Right. Is he from <laughs> Kenya? That's all Ooh, I want to know. Too soon. Uh, too soon. <laughs> now, as the Mormons believe, though, that people who are still alive can pray for their spirits in spirit prison and get them an early release, early work release. Sure. One, of sure. Chrissy's, one of Chrissy's sisters, I think, prayed for Napoleon. Uh, so they believe that Napoleon is now in Mormon heaven. Because they prayed for him. Then so. they pray for Hitler. They pray for everybody. Um, mm. Anyone who's dead, who's in, you know, not in hell. Right. I don't think Mormons believe in hell, actually. They just believe in, like, spirit prison. Um, huh. Now, the Jews did have an, a similar idea called Gehenna. Uh, for a long time, it was believed by some scholars that uh, the idea of Gehenna as sort of the waiting room was based on a, a dump, a rubbish heap south right. of Jerusalem that was kept burning constantly to just burn rubbish and, and uh, you know, your, your, your trash. You would, instead of taking it to the tip, you take it to this burning pile and just throw right. it on there. Even dead bodies, you just go throw your dead bodies on there, yeah. bring out your dead, bring out your dead, throw them <laughs> in the fire. Right. Gehenna is the English word, which is the translation of the Hebrew Gehinnom, which literally translates as the Valley of Hinnom, which is a, a valley just south of Jerusalem. But problem huh. is historians can't find any archaeological or literary evidence to support a big burning trash heap uh, in the Valley of Hinnom, yeah. but it's a good story. Gehenna is-, is actually the term used in the Gospels when Jesus talks about going to hell. 
what sounds like hell, he talks about Gehenna. Mark, here's an example, Mark 943. It is better for you to enter life crippled than having your two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. Oh, gotcha. Anyway. All right. Um, so that's p- purgatory. According to Catholics, you, you have to get your, your sin burned. You, you haven't been bad enough to go to hell. You've sort of acknowledged that God and Jesus exist, but you've uh, right. got some bad stuff that you haven't worked it. off. I don't know why yes. you can't. You can't just buy a remission of sin thing, buy a, what do they call it, a um, indulgence. Don't know why Pico didn't just get an indulgence. Yeah, Yeah, 50 bucks and you can get an indulgence that says all sins forgiven, boom, straight in. Um, Yeah. Now, apparently, uh, Pico was given an opportunity by Savorona Rolla to become a fully-fledged Dominican lay brother before he died, and he didn't quite go that far. But Poliziano did. According to a contemporary writer, Poliziano died in as much infamy and public vituperation as a man could bear, but not because of his dick-sucking activity, but because of his association with Piero de Medici. So because he'd been a friend of Piero... He had, uh, you know, got himself into a lot of trouble when Piero got kicked out. Right. But he, um, you know, before he died, because of his relationship with Savo, he kind of jumped the fence and became a Savo guy. He did take the vows of a Dominican lay brother. So he too got buried in San Marco. Um, Nice. So anyway, these two guys got killed. Bottom line is they got killed. Not all of Lorenzo's friends gave in to Savo. Ficino, who I mentioned earlier, didn't. The The attacks on humanism were too much for him. But uh, that is the end of, you know, some of the great greatest humanists of this period. Pico, yes. Poliziano, poisoned to death because yes. of their friendship with Savonarola. And mm. I think we should probably... End it there, Ray. Sounds good. Actually, I'm okay with that. Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Doesn't often Ray man look retarded, act retarded. Not retarded. Got two pictures of your car. Autistic. Yeah. Now, yeah, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded maybe, braces on his leg, but he charmed the pants off next to him and he won a ping-pong competition? That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes?